The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Settling in to our meditation posture. Establishing mindfulness to the fore. Breathing in, one knows. I'm breathing in, breathing out, one knows, I'm breathing out. So in a very simple way, tracking the ordinary rhythm of breathing in and breathing out. And we're learning that we can be interested in something that is here and now, ordinary, and thereby releasing the mind's grip on whatever else it would be paying attention to. So in that way, the mind begins to experience what we call seclusion. Secluded from its mental habits to some degree. Because it's choosing to be aware that the sensations of breathing in are like this. And the sensations of breathing out are like this. Without the need for any words. In a peaceful, gentle way, we're really challenging the habits of our mind. Can the mind be interested? Can it keep in mind this present moment happening of breathing in and breathing out? Just that simple physical process of breathing in and breathing out. Sensing if the breath is relatively gross, longer, rougher. Sensing whether the breath is relatively refined, shorter, calmer. As the mind becomes more collected, gathered here and simply knowing the breathing in and out, then the very nature of the breath will express that 
simplicity of the mind, that gathered, secluded state of the mind. We're simply intending to be interested in that ordinary rhythm of breathing in and breathing out, relaxed and allowing the breath to reveal or express itself. Trains oneself, breathing in, experiencing the whole body. And one trains oneself while breathing out, experiencing the whole body. It's important to... Cultivate this intention. It's not about fixing our experience of the body. It's a loving, open willingness to feel what we feel in the whole body, nothing left out. Feels so good to leave behind that sense of needing to manage or fix or control. And simply to be in relationship, to be relating to the whole body, breathing in, experiencing the whole body. Breathing out, experiencing the whole body. Which means if the body feels like a mess, then we breathe in, experiencing the whole mess of the body. Breathing out, experiencing the body as it actually is now. not in conflict with what we're feeling here in the body as we breathe in and out. Buddha then 
Instruction number four. One trains oneself breathing in, calming the body, calming the bodily formations. And one trains oneself for breathing out, calming the body. The calming arises quite naturally with this unconditional acceptance. This is the body-mind's natural response to this acceptance, this sense of embodied calm or embodied well-being. So just checking it out in your own experience. So with the third instruction, we're practicing a non-fear of feeling what we feel in the body, the totality of the body. And there's a very lawful reward, which is a sense of calm, bodily calm, bodily well-being, that arises from that acceptance, that non-fear. This bodily experience belongs here. It's not a mistake. This is how it is now. Now the fifth instruction. One trains oneself breathing in, experiencing joy. One trains oneself breathing out, experiencing joy. Don't believe the doubt that might arise. 
Just be willing to be open and interested in the experience of joy just through the duration of one breathing in or one session of breathing out. Just keeping joy in mind, the interest in trusting in the mind, the heart's capacity to be joyful, to be bright, be uplifted or buoyant. That inner radiant smile. Remember, many of us have the habit of wanting to pay attention to the evidence that there isn't joy. But that's not the instruction. We're doing our best to keep joy in mind as we breathe in, and then keeping joy in mind, however faint, as we breathe out. Sometimes people will allow the slightest smile to form on the face, just as a symbol of our confidence that this heart knows joy, has the capacity for joy. really that sense that whatever it is that the heart has been seeking is here and now. So there's that rapt attention, that joyful interest. As we breathe in, as we breathe out, in, in your own time, just let it mature into a more resonant Ease of the heart, ease of a contented heart, more resonant happiness of the heart. Same, the Buddha is just asking us to experience this ease, this happiness as we breathe in and as we breathe out. 
Sukha is the Pali word. One trains oneself, breathing in, experiencing mental activity. One trains oneself while breathing out, opening, experiencing mental activity. Just allowing the thoughts and all the mental activity to be what it is. Maintaining this background of that inner pleasure of contentedness and ease, which allows for more dispassionate, spacious awareness of any mental activity, whatever it might be. Even seemingly important thoughts. Oh yeah, but it's just thought. Just thought being known. You don't have to be for or against the thoughts. So in that sense, we're giving permission for mental activity just to be what it is, to do what it does. This open, accepting scene of mental activity, it leads to the same kind of calming we had with the body, but now calming, quieting of the mental activity. Just because we were willing to be with the thoughts without any conflict or any dependence, Notice that quietude that arises, the 
calming of mental activity as you breathe in and as you breathe out. Almost as if you were cultivating a sense of the space between the thoughts. And with the third tetrad, The Buddha asks us to train, breathing in, experiencing the space of the mind, not the activity, the simple space of the knowing mind here and now, just intuiting that as you breathe in and as you breathe out. And to be appreciating or pleasing the mind and stilling, concentrating the mind. All of that will naturally arise by just keeping the space of the knowing mind in mind. You could say the nature of the knowing mind, which is open and empty of so much, still and silent, peaceful. there is still to some degree the activity of the body and the activity of the mind but we're allowing that to be in the background and we're learning how to be interested in the space of the mind to appreciate that space to unify gather to allow the mind to release, allow the heart to release, to shed whatever's extra, any sense of ownership, even the most subtle senses of somebody doing something. All of that is actually felt as extra not needed now.
allowing things to be as simple as they are and any complications are felt as being extra not needed Transitioning to the fourth tetrad. Instructions number 13, 14, 15, and 16. Of course, right here, right in the middle, breath coming in, breath going out. Thoughts may be quiet, but thoughts still continue to arise, and then they cease. Bodily sensations and sounds come and go. So the Buddha invites us to train breathing in, observing the experience of impermanence, sensing the truth of change. It's right here and now, whether we're attending to the rhythm of the breath or noticing thought, noticing sound, or letting the interest highlight the truth of change, that it's an unfolding, whatever it is, it's an unfolding changing process, sound, sensation, thought, emotion, breath. And even strong opinions might arise, but wisdom is interested in how that strong opinion arose and then it ceased.
And there's a very natural effect that we can observe. Instruction number 14, where we're asked to train ourselves while we're breathing in and out to observe that quality of dispassion. Because of the ephemeral nature of thought, of sensation, of feeling, tone, of every aspect of experience, there's a sense, a deepening sense of the unsatisfactoriness of our experiences. Can't be held on to, can't be controlled, And that's just the way it is, so a natural dispassion, which is really the fading away of wanting, the fading away of being dependent on making things any particular way. Some deepening intuition that the heart will never be satisfied, never really get an experience in a way that's worthy of grasping or holding attachment. So observe that quality of dispassion. The fading away of attachment and dependence, the fading away of craving, Fading away of control, needing to control. Even the fading away of needing to do something, needing to become somebody, needing to get somewhere. And with the next instruction, we're training ourselves to sense, to observe moments of cessation while we're breathing in, while we're breathing out. The dropping away of self-centered activity and even the self-centered framing of our experience. Everything is felt as an unnecessary weight no need to project some self-centered agenda on my meditation. No need to imagine I'm somebody trying to get somewhere. Just allowing things to cease. Any weight, any burden, stance whatsoever, notice its nature to cease. And not having to pick it up in the next moment. So ceasing without remainder, which is really the fourth instruction here, where the Buddha 
asks us to train ourselves while breathing in to observe letting go or giving up or relinquishment. And of course, the same as we breathe out. So we'll continue for another few minutes, just doing the best you can. This sort of natural process of being intimate and its effect, which is the heart giving up on attachment, giving up on clinging or trying to make something happen. Just wanting to put down the load, shedding. almost like a free fall. Nothing whatsoever should be clung to, grasped. We're intuiting the heart's deep spiritual desire to let go, to release the load. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.